Welcome to the HitchedMag.com podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. And we have a special podcast today. It's with the regular, uh, Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hi, Steve. So this is like a celebration podcast because we are going to be talking about uh, the new book that you just put out. Yes, and I really thank you for this opportunity, Steve. Oh, it's our pleasure. Um, first off, would you mind just telling people uh, the, the title of the book and um, I guess where they could find it first off? Okay, the title of the book is Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. Um, it can be purchased uh, either at my site, which is choicerelationships.com, or at Amazon, um, Borders, Barnes & Noble, all the, all the regular online bookstores. Okay. And uh, could you give us just a, a brief overview of what exactly the book is about? Sure. Um, it's a self-help book, and um, it is my belief that a lot of people uh, have learned how to get along in their childhood by learning certain tools. Kids don't have a lot of resources available to them, and yet every child wants to be loved by their parents. So they figure out as a kid what they have to do in order to accomplish that task. And if it works, they continue to do that. The unfortunate part is that they continue to do those patterns even though they may not really be useful as an adult, but they're comfortable because we've been doing it for so long. But once we're just doing patterns habitually, or as I call it, functioning on automatic pilot, then you're not really living your life in the way that you necessarily want to, or you're not even getting the results that you necessarily want to. You're just reacting all the time. So this book offers tools um, to help you break from the patterns of your past and literally um, make new neural, new um, networks in your brain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I really like that autopilot analogy that you brought up too. Mm -hmm. And that's one of those things when I was reading your book, um, I thought you gave some really great examples because just like talking about the autopilot, but the example you gave of driving to like your best friend's house mm -hmm. and not really paying attention to the street you're turning on and the next thing you know, you're walking up to their front door. Right, And right. I think that's something that we can all relate to and uh, taking that for granted when we enter our relationships or dealing with kids or whatever the case may be. So Absolutely. I thought that was one of those really great things about your book is that you really do give these like clear precise examples that really solidifies what it is you're trying to get across to the reader. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, you know, another thing that I really liked too was the title, The Art of Choice. And I think mm. that sometimes people forget that in life that they do have choices. Um, right. Is, I mean, is this a self-empowering book, do you think? I certainly hope so, because that was really my purpose in writing it, for people to know that they have choices and that they can actually create um, what happens to them in life, that they don't have to be a prisoner to their past. So that is truly my hope, that that's what people will get from it. And, and I mean, you just kind of mentioned who, who this book is for. Is there, is there a bigger audience that you're trying to reach for this? Is, do you target this towards men, women, married couples, single couples, or is it just people trying to well, break away from their past? I, I think it's really for anybody. My mm -hmm. guess would be 
that probably people who are in midlife and older might be drawn to it a little bit more because my experience is that it's at that age that a lot of people do self-reflection in the earlier years you're very busy building your family and you know trying to make sure that everything's in its place and then when you get to midlife you start to look at yourself a little bit more but that does not in any way shape or form mean that younger people um, would not benefit from this book as long as they're willing to take a look at themselves and realize that um, things may not be going exactly the way they want them to. So it's really a book that is really quite generic. Yeah, and one of the things that um, I found really compelling was the personal stories that, mm. that you revealed in this book. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Was that was that difficult to put out there and make public all these really personal and um, I, some of them were like really heart wrenching. Yeah, it was. It really was, and it, it's interesting, Steve, because um, my children. I've got two daughters, and they're adults. Mm-hmm. Um, and I basically said to them, I don't want you to read the book because even though they know that I've come from a very abusive family. I didn't want them to know all the nitty-gritty details of it. And, and it was difficult to write that stuff and have, you know, the masses know about it. But my feeling was there was no way for me to deliver my message without doing that because my main message is that it doesn't matter how difficult your past was, you really can get beyond it. And so unless I demonstrated that I did it, how would that message be believable? Mm-hmm. So I uh, I put it out there. But, yes, it was difficult to do. Do you, do you know if uh, either of your daughters have read the book? I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> I asked them not to, and they're being very good about it. <laughs> uh, now, the book itself is uh, broken down into two parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first part is how the art of choice works, and the right. second part is art of choice exercises. Uh, right. Can you kind of just give us an idea of what some of those exercises um, we can expect to read in the book? Um, okay, sure. Well, um, I think one of the key components of making change is to be aware of what's going on. You can't change something if you're not aware of it. So one of the exercises is to help you become aware of what's going on for you. And what I suggest to people is that when they are in a situation that's upsetting to them, to start to become aware of the feelings that are associated with that particular situation. And then um, if they can think about whether there is someone else's reaction um, that... um, if they, if they were not to act in this way that they've been acting, um, would, it, would it create some discomfort? In other words, um, they have, let's say, um, they've gone out of their way to help somebody. And if they didn't do that, would somebody be upset with them? Mm. Um, and um, are they concerned about how people from their past have responded to them? Would they perhaps anticipate um, some kind of a loss? Um, do they have some fears that, um, you know, people will not be happy with them? Um, 
is there discomfort other than coming out of their comfort zone? Because remember, again, a comfort zone is going to be, like I mentioned before, just the fact that you've always done it this way. Yeah. Um, so imagining what would happen if you didn't do it the way you always do. So once you start to um, ask yourself those questions, then you have the opportunity to know why you're doing this pattern behavior. And once you're aware, then you can start to make changes. But you can't change something unless you know why you're doing it. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. And uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that you've actually written another book, uh, and that one is published uh, a while back, and that's called Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. Mm-hmm. How was the process of writing this book, The Art of Choice, different than writing uh, the Marriage Magic book? Um, well, there are some parallels and some differences. Um, that book was uh, in part because uh, my marriage had struggled a bit. And I think, interestingly, Steve, that it had struggled a bit because I was going through a very bad time that I refer to in this book. Um, so the um, what came out of um, my putting my marriage back together again is what's in Marriage Magic. But I co-authored that book, and so that process was different. And I think this new book, there's a lot more of my own personal passion and investment in it. Um, I think the other book is really good also, and I do think it's a very useful book for couples, but my personal passion doesn't have quite as much, um, you know, in it. Yeah, and, and that's what makes these books so great, too, is the fact that you put so much of yourself in it. Yeah. And it's, and it's you're just not... I don't really know where I'm going with this, but they're just they're just so personal, and so you you understand that uh, you really have a passion for what it is that you're saying. So well, that's what I try to do, Steve, in my work and in in any you know product that even in the articles that I write, I really try to put myself into it um, as opposed to just giving fluff. Um, yeah. And so that's you know that I hope that that comes across in the books. And with with, uh, with the new book, um, yeah. What what is it that you are most proud of with this book? Well, I don't I don't know how this is going to come across, but <laughs> you know when when you get so invested in a book, sometimes you lose your objectivity. Not just your book, but in a product that you sure. put out, you lose your objectivity, and you don't know is it really the best thing since sliced white bread because you've got so much of yourself in it. Um, it's been getting really good reviews. It's been getting good reviews from people who have read it. It's getting good reviews from reviewers. And um, I also presented it to um, the American Psychological Association, and it was reviewed well there also as a good book for uh, bibliotherapy. Um, so those are three different markets, and it's being well-received across the board. And I'm, I'm just so thrilled um, because it really means that I, I really can help people and make a difference, and, and I, that means so much to me. So well, that's what was making me the happiest about it. Well, we wish you nothing but the best of uh, success with this book, Karen. And uh, I want to let all the readers know that if they want to they wanna get a little taste of the book and a sneak peek at it, uh, we actually have one of the chapters up on the website. Um, and if you just go to... Dr. Karen Sherman's page on the Hitched website, you can navigate to it. It's, 
I'm blanking on the title right now, but it's something autopilot. Uh, I think it's living, getting off I think autopilot. it's chapter two, the one that reveals all about my life. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so if everybody wants to know who I am, they're going to get a taste of it. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, just, yeah, if you go there, you can't miss it. Um, Karen, uh, I think this is going to about all the time we have. So, uh, I, again, thank you so much for taking the time out and uh, letting us know about the book. And uh, we'll do everything we can to let everybody else out there know about it. And, so, and I thank you, Steve, for this opportunity. Oh, not a problem, not a problem. Okay, so uh, that's going to wrap things up. And until next time, everybody. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.